the more information you give out for free, the more trust you can uh, build up right from the beginning and the easier is the sale of uh, something on top of it because if they see, oh, the free content is already absolutely amazing and great, then I have to get the premium uh, content. Welcome to the Be The Boss podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bruce, and this is the podcast where my guests and I bring to you the very best success stories, guidance, tips, and tricks to help you get your business off the ground and getting results. So if you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, or you'd like to be, then this is the place for you. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Joe Bruce and today I'm joined by Jan Richter. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Richter, almost. <laughs> Richter, is my, uh, my, my German is, uh, needs a bit of work. Uh, very grateful for having you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Joe. Pleasure. So we met just a couple of days ago. We're currently on the Nomad cruise ship heading from Spain over to Brazil. And we're surrounded by sort of 300 people that are working remotely. And Jan has a great story that he's going to share with us in a moment about how he started his own business. And I'm really looking forward to hearing exactly how that worked for you, where you're at and, and what your journey has been. So, so thank you again so much for, uh, for taking the time when you could be sunbathing on the, uh, on the roof of the in, boat. In the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. In the middle of the Atlantic <laughs> Ocean. Yeah. So let's get, let's get started and tell, um, tell everyone a little bit about, uh, where you are now, what you, what you're up to in life. Um, at the moment, I have my home base in the Philippines because I set up uh, a website uh, called Easy Deutsch about five years ago. I started with that. It's all about German grammar. And on that website, I sell books and ebooks about German grammar, which has a little bit different approach to the regular grammar explanations. And this business uh, makes it possible for me uh, to actually live wherever I want because it's passive uh, income. Those books and ebooks uh, get uh, sold if I'm awake or asleep, no matter what I do. So I can choose what I want to do just due to that uh, income source. And after traveling for now in total 10 years, I kind of found the place where I actually want to settle a little bit. Uh, that's uh, the Philippines where also um, we'll build up a new business uh, from okay. next year onward, a co-working, co-living uh, business. Wow. And I want to grow the nomad community in the Philippines because I think it's just a perfect nomad country. Wow. So you've taken uh, one business, which we'll delve into in a, in a moment around uh, teaching people around, about German grammar. And now you're looking at um, setting up a, a second business um, in the place where you've settled. What, what drew you to the Philippines? Uh, Pretty much it's about the people, so they're really amazing people, but it's also the most amazing beaches I've ever seen. <laughs> I've seen many beaches all over the world, but the uh, Philippines blows them away, uh, just any other beach. So it's just an amazing combination of also Latin America and Southeast Asia because it's a fusion because it was a Spanish colony uh, before. So you have the kind of manana manana uh, attitude, which is bad if you do business there. So I hope I will figure that out. <laughs> but it's actually really nice to live there because everybody takes everything not so serious. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So you have a passive income and you have a relaxed lifestyle on the beach. And, yes. <laughs> and, and at the moment traveling, traveling the world. Cool. So how did um, 
How did you get started um, in that business? How did this idea come about? Um, in 2000, I think it was 14, uh, a girl approached me. I was, back in the time, I was living actually in Brazil in a small uh, beach uh, village close to Recife, the place where we are heading to right now. And a girl approached me, hey, you're the only German around here. I want to study in Germany, so I need to speak German. Uh, and she asked me, can you teach me that? I never uh, taught German before, uh, and it was actually my worst subject in school, but I was looking for a job because before I was working in tourism, but I wanted to stay with my ex-wife, now ex-wife in uh, Brazil, so I had to figure out uh, how to make money there, and it was just another opportunity that I just took, although I know I'm probably not the best uh, man to do this, but it was I was also her only option. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I actually uh, brought her to uh, fruit the exam that she had to pass so she could study in, in Germany afterwards and it was a really big motivation for me to start teaching German so I was teaching before everything live one-on-one uh, -on -one, online and uh, was also creating my own material because uh, the material I found online I didn't really like it too much yeah. because it was explained in the exact same way that I never got at school. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so I just uh, came up with my own grammar explanations. Interesting. So it's like a, a combination of this opportunity which kind of appeared in front of you unexpectedly, which yes. you which you said you said yes to, yeah. which is often the which is often the first thing, right? I think um, a lot of the people that I that I coach um, have these opportunities come about, but they have a hesitation, uh, yeah. and it's uh, either driven uh, through fear or lack of self confidence. Yeah, what, exactly. But what was it if you if you didn't feel like you were the right maybe in the, that you had the right skill set to teach German? What what made you say yes? Uh, in general, I always think like even though I'm not the perfect person for that job, I can always try to be the perfect uh, person. So in general, I did not just like take her money and uh, tell her some whatever useful phrases because as a native speaker, you can actually do like the regular stuff, like the phrases and everything, you know them, so you can tell her that's what you have to say. But uh, I don't know how about you, but do you know the structure and the grammar of English very well. Most native speakers Absolutely not. have no clue. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I, I just start uh, teaching that, uh, started teaching that to myself. So as a student of my own language, and that's also how I came up with the easier explanation, I just took the chance and said, well, I'm maybe not the best man right now, but I just make myself the best yeah, man fantastic. to do this. Fantastic. So you you, you identified a, a skill gap between where you were and, and something that might be quite useful. How did you then transform that skill into a profitable business? Um, at the beginning, I was teaching it online uh, and were creating my own uh, material, which I sent out via PDF to my students, but they there were some problems with that. Either they didn't get the mail, they couldn't download the file, or they couldn't open the file. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I got tired of this, I just started to uh, putting all the information actually on the website. So you can send a link and everybody can open the link. There won't be an issue there. And after a while, Google picked up on that website. So I got 
some traffic uh, from Google and I got more and more emails uh, asking me, hey, that's great content, but can we download that as a PDF? <laughs> so like the way I actually started <laughs> it, first I had the PDF and put it on uh, the website. Now people were actually requesting, hey, can we have it as PDF? Because we want to print it out. We want to share it with our students because actually 50% of my customers are German teachers mm. uh, that uh, want to use this material for their own class and if you print out a website that looks pretty ugly uh, but if you have a nicely edited PDF then they it looks professional and people pay for a professional looking uh, information although it's out there for free so what I did is pretty much I brought it back to the PDF uh, format and started selling my website as a PDF and that's actually the moment when I could start started living from my website's income and started decreasing the hours of real life wow. teaching because my website was earning money if I'm asleep or awake or wow. doing whatsoever. And how much do you find that you have to teach at the moment versus just living off the end? Uh, I don't teach life at all. Anyway. You don't teach no, at all. I only have the <laughs> website and that's it. I have to maintain it uh, somehow or create new ebooks or write yeah. new uh, books and ebooks and I write some newsletters from time to time, but there's also there's an autoresponder set up. Uh, so if you subscribe to my newsletter, you get 27 emails uh, in the first 27 weeks, okay. uh, just automatically without me doing it, just if I have some extra information in between. And this is all free? Uh, it's all uh, free. free, yes. Content. Like on my website, you have all the information is for free, although the content of most of my ebooks is on my website for free okay uh, but people still buy it because they want to have the extra service of a professional looking book or ebook i mean it's a really nice idea and a really clean description of how teaching people something online for free and you like nowadays you just have to you have to demonstrate that you can add value to people yes. before they're going to buy anything from you Excellent. and and producing content online and and, and providing you know, going above and beyond. So, would you say twenty-seven emails once a week with free, yeah. free content? Yes. It takes a while to build up that level of content. I imagine. Definitely, it took. Um, I would say like three weeks to set up all those emails, and it's not uh, really including the videos. Uh, so, sure. us shooting the videos separate uh, mm -hmm. from that, and editing like editing takes the longest time for me. I actually, sure. hate uh, yeah. to do that, but it's sometimes hard to find some. German speaking VA to outsource okay. uh, that. That's why I'm still doing it myself. Okay. But like the editing was the longest uh, for me. The email sure. setup is kind of copy paste thing. <laughs> what what uh, what other challenges did you face like initially when you were when you were starting out on this on this business? Um, initially, of course. Um, it's harder to rank on Google if your website doesn't have uh, this uh, big trust uh, level or this huge massive content uh, there. But uh, in general, at the beginning, it was more like having it really looking professional. And uh, also sometimes I thought it's not good enough because there were typos and all that stuff in there. Because if you copy paste something, there goes something wrong. Although if you look through a text like 300 times, if it's your own text, there is still something in there that you simply miss. So actually having it 
mistake or typo free was one of the biggest uh, challenges but I put simply uh, um, at the bottom of every lesson on my website I put if you find an error just let me know <laughs> and then uh, after six seven months I had it uh, typo free because people were actually sending me emails hey there is a typo or that's not correct there's missing something uh, and like that I completed the grammar because there were people telling him there is something else uh, there that you uh, should mention and they were proofreading uh, my whole website <laughs> and uh, my ebook so <laughs> for free amazing, amazing. Yeah. so your paying customers were, were helping you develop the product yes um, as well so and, and again like another really important lesson I'm hearing here um, for anyone that's thinking about starting their own business is to start before yeah. it's finished yeah exactly. like because launch it as soon as you can the more value that you add to a community yeah. or to people that resonate or, yes. or value what you're doing people start giving back and it's you know whether it's whether you believe that it's karma or whether it's just that people are people are good yeah. when you trust in your audience yeah. to to forgive you for small mistakes um, people want to see you push forward. People want exactly. to see you because they they see oh he gives me so much value yeah. so I can give him something back here and then he will probably add more value to to my life. Uh, that's sure. why it's like a gift and take uh, at For all sure. time. And most customers see it like that. So in general, never underestimate your customers or that they're always willing to help you if you have a good product. For sure. For sure. Did you? Um did you have any doubts at any point? Were there any sort of darker moments on this journey? Um, there was pretty much just one darker moment. I was uh, at the beginning. I also posted it on a teacher um, Facebook group, and there was due to those typos, uh, there were some bad uh, comments that the German should be correct if you're teaching uh, German and the stuff. Oh, that kind of like uh, didn't really set me back, but it. Uh, pushed me down uh, a little bit that uh, negative feedback from people that never start anything uh, from themselves when I realized that that those people are hating their life and just just because there are some typos in there they say everything sucks uh, so I think that's not the feedback I should listen uh, to because the other feedback says hey that's amazing explanation I finally get it uh, yeah. I finally know how uh, the system works because German is a very systematic uh, yeah. language and uh, I at the end, I was really selective on uh, the feedback. Uh, like if it was, I didn't uh, listen to the negative feedback, but I was looking at, is it constructive? Then I was listening to it. Is it just bashing? Then I just yeah. forget about it. And you're always, you're always going to have your, your keyboard warriors. Yes. <laughs> giving you, giving you stick. And I, and I think it's interesting because in a lot of fields, so for example, teaching a language for me I'm I touch a lot on psychology and mindset and there are academics that yeah. will be listening and watching that will yeah. have that very specific academic critique but really yeah. what we're trying to do is add, add value to yes. to non-academics largely exactly um, and so perfection in that sense is not what we're not what we're exactly. aiming for we're aiming to push people forward to get them moving to get them learning exactly that's and why i always focus on the 90 to 95 percent of the grammar that works according to the rule so that you get the system and the other five percent you will get along the way uh, yeah for how sure. it works yeah for sure oh lovely um and then 
How did you, because we were, we were talking earlier um, about keeping in contact with customers and, and delivering them what they wanted. So how did you listen to your customers and, and, and give them the, the product that they wanted? Well, in general, um, they can always write me an email. So every a single page uh, has to say, if you have any question, just write a comment or write me an email. I just took the comments and the feedback from the emails, what the people were asking for. I take that in order to create new ebooks. It's also uh, how I decide about the topic of the ebook. Like the newest one is about preposition because that's the thing I get most questions about right. how to use uh, the prepositions. Yeah. So that's how I decided for what's the topic of the newest uh, ebook just from Amazing. the intake of my customers or at least readers of the website. And this this is a process, right? So you wouldn't have known that propositions was what was needed most when you were speaking to that lady in, in Brazil. No, not at all. <laughs> so, so I couldn't probably even like, tell you what is a proposition. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and that's amazing because it's. I think everyone that's starting out in their own business Sure, we have some expertise and we have uh, some areas where we're really confident, but really your business is likely to evolve as you start testing ideas, as you start adding value, you'll get feedback. Um, and again, it just comes back to that kind of idea of just get started. Yes. I also wanted to add something where I didn't listen to the feedback. I just uh, put a, a, a product out there, uh, which was my very first product, actually a massive video course uh, about German grammar. So many grammar explanations and some exercises uh, coming with it. But never ever, nobody ever asked about that. In the first place, I just thought it's a great idea to put a, set up an online course uh, and the stuff. So it was like, I don't know, 100 videos uh, plus exercises with them. And uh, they were supposed to pay for that. Uh, due to it was that many videos, it was relatively expensive. Yeah. As a first uh, product, it's not a very good idea in the first place to start with an expensive one. And actually, I figured out, I did the videos in English, they want them in German because they're learning <laughs> German. <laughs> and they're learning German and most of uh, my readers are actually already in a level where they can somehow speak German already. They just want to get the grammar behind it correct now. Uh, so that was the first mistake to do them in English. And second of all, they don't want videos. They want books and uh, ebooks. So. My first product was a massive fail, uh, but uh, at the end, I took that uh, course and set all the content that I had uh, also on the website and uh, uploaded the best videos on my YouTube channel. Uh, but also I do more YouTube now, so I give away this right away for free uh, already in order to get the traffic and yeah. the attention and uh, rather than charging for it and focusing on what people are really wanting to spend money on, which are books and eBooks. Interesting. So again, just that kind of not trying to get too far ahead of yourself, not getting too clever, yeah. but really staying close to the customer. Yes. Um, uh, would have been <laughs> would have been beneficial. Listening, then. asking them first because I was collecting emails already, but I never sent out a single email. What is it? What do you want? Sure. <laughs> Just I thought I know what it is, but I didn't. Okay, um, and then finally, and what would you say your kind of secret sauce is? What's the thing that's kind of um, taking you from where you were to to the lifestyle and the um, the business that you have today? Um, I would say in general. 
the internet works with a lot of information for free, so you have to play at that game. Although it may uh, sound a little bit contradicting uh, at the very start, but the more great free content you give uh, to the people, the more likely they will also buy something from you, even if it's the same freaking content. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Every everything that's in my best-selling ebook is on my website for absolutely free of charge. But people still pay me money just to have it a little bit nicer setup, so like they can print it out, they can share it with their with their students or with their friends. It just looks nice, and people are most often not willing to pay for information but for everything else around that uh, information so just if you have a massive uh, website already with hundreds of articles just copy paste it into a word document uh, edit it that it looks nicely and then start selling it as an ebook according to the topic of your blog yeah. because in general the more information you give out for free the more trust you can uh, build up right from the beginning and the easier is the sale of uh, something on top of it because if they see oh the free content is already absolutely amazing and great then I have to get the premium uh, content and all of that's just the same great quality if your free content is good and great the premium content can be in a doesn't have to be better it just yeah. it has to add somehow an extra value to the free information and, there, and there's different ways you can do that right with yes. putting people in touch with either either you but you've decided to keep your time yeah. as as precious but i know other businesses that um after the free content there's paid service for additional contact with the expert or you build in exercises as you were saying exactly exercise are not out there <clears throat> that much uh online that's why that's what i want to charge them for and it's also not so easy to do them uh, online and what i also do on my youtube channel and also in my email uh, newsletter i actually the free content is already showing the product so i do always screencasts on my ebook uh, so that they i do the whole lesson for free so they can see everything for free and uh, of course i also mentioned that i'm using my ebook and at the end of the video they find the link where they can actually buy the ebook so the material i was using for that video so i give them in general all the content for free but again i give them the option to pay me money afterwards sure. uh, even if it's something that they just heard for free people are still willing to pay you for that because they know with the product there's coming much more than they just got uh, in the free version right now but fantastic it has to have some great value already in the free uh, content so the the secret sauce there in this case is uh, for anyone out there listening get out there and 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 produce free content that adds value to your audience and get their feedback and and, and grow from there and then the products and the, the monetization of that will follow later yes, naturally yes, exactly you always have to start in the first place and in general it is hard to start with a paid service uh, so it's always uh, give content great content there for free and give later on if you have uh, tons of good content for free give them an option to pay you uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. nice to give them that option yes <laughs> yeah thank you so much it's been a pleasure to, to chat to you it may be that I come and see you in the Philippines at some point yes, in Cebu if you want to reach out and get in contact with Yen you can do that right now otherwise thank you so much and I'll see you on the next one.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Be The Boss podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it. And if you did, then please don't forget to leave a like or share it with someone that you think would find it useful. Um, Also, if you have any questions, suggestions, or uh, anything that you'd like me to cover in future episodes, then please do uh, drop a comment or send me a message so that I can do that for you. Thank you so much, and I will be with you in the next episode.